What's going on, everybody? It's Tony. And guess what? This episode, you're going to call me daddy because I'm going to tell you what kind of protection you need. All right, guys, like I said, this episode, it's all about offensive tackles. We're not going to talk about the guards. We're not talking about the centers. Strictly offensive tackles. And in this class, there are only two that I think are guaranteed first-round picks. A lot of people like them. second guy I'm going to mention. But for me, the first guy I want to talk about is Charles Cross from Mississippi State. Six-foot-four. 300 plus pounds, 81 inch wingspan. This is a large individual who you would want as your day one starter at either tackle because that's what he does. Either one he's fine with. He has a very nasty streak, which is what you want in your offensive lineman. You want somebody who's going to want to get that defensive guy on the ground and put him into the dirt and not want to get back up. He locks on well to defenders throughout the play. And his mirror abilities show up when he's moving defenders around. When he gets to that second level, this guy, he gets a lot of tackles in open space. They don't want to see this big man running down the field. Now, with that, he keeps his body under control. He does not overly extend himself, meaning he does not leave himself vulnerable to that defensive player's counters. He's ready to start grappling at the start of the whistle and a little bit beyond the whistle. But again, he is always in control. As a pass blocker, he has what you want to expect from your tackle. But the thing with this guy is he moves more like a DB than he does a left tackle, which is shocking. He will feel your need for the next 10 to 15 years, and he will keep your quarterback upright. He's great in the run game. Or if you run an RPO, which a lot of teams now are doing. Now, with me hyping him up, do we we really think he has weaknesses? A couple. Any glaring weaknesses? No. For me, he's more of a completer than a finisher. If you don't know what that is, a completer is somebody who's whistle to a little bit after. I'm going to do what I'm told. And this. A finisher is somebody I'm going to want to destroy you 100% of the time. After the play, I might get a flag, like <clears throat> Nagamdan Sue. We know who how he plays. He'll back off at times, and he will not do it. He won't do it every single play. That's pretty much all I can see. But, again, the aggressiveness can be learned, especially if you're on a line with more aggressive teammates. You kind of blend into your surroundings. If they're you know, complacent, you're going to be complacent. But if they're out there, you know, off to the wall, that's what you're going to do. Think about David Bacchiari. That's that's who he's in the mold of. Can he make it 15 years? I think he can. Can he make it Hall of Fame? I, I see this in his future. Now let's move on to the other tackle that a lot of people are clamoring over who they think is going to go be the first offensive player, offensive tackle taken. And I can see, and that's Evan Neal from Alabama, or should I say the second place, Alabama Crimson Tide. Yes, you got the SEC title, but we got the Natty. Thank you. 6'7", 337, another large individual. I would be fine with either one of these guys on my offensive line 
Uh, but I think Evan Neal will go first because a lot more people got to see him play on the bigger stage with him being in Alabama. You saw very, uh, you know, you saw his time playing in the, the playoffs, SEC title game, in the national title game. You you saw him. One thing I think I need to put out here is I'm calling just a stat that you, will surprise you. In his first 11 games as Bama's left tackle in 2021, he allowed no sacks, one quarterback hit, and nine quarterback hurries. Now, that's saying a lot for a mobile quarterback. He got hurried nine times. So, I see why he might be considered the best offensive tackle. I'm still sold on cross because I think he can do more. But Neil, as a pass blocker, he he has a quick and easy set, and he slides through the arc. Once he's in his stance, he is very comfortable, and it's tough to get around him unless you have epic speed, <coughs> Devontae Wyatt. I'm sorry, did I say that out loud? Unless you could turn it, you know, put on the speed and then turn the corner. Again, some of his weaknesses, he's not as aggressive with his hands. That's why I think Charles Cross, while he might not be as aggressive as you want him to be, he still keeps that contact going. Neil will pull back while the play is going on, which will give, give up the position that he doesn't want to. Sometimes he allows the defender to set the tone and the pace. As you can notice, if you watch the second Georgia and Bama game, if you watch the first game, that offensive line owned that Georgia defense. If you watch the second one, it was reversed. So I think if, again, with coaching, you don't have much to change with this guy. I think that with him being able to play and dominating through three levels of a defense, I kind of imagine him in the mold of a Andre Whitworth. Great NFL tackle for a very long time. I don't think there's too much that you can do to improve his game. He, Like he said, he has that natural set that's there. It's just you got to nitpick between the top two guys. And that's all I can say. Either one of these guys, if either one of them was the first tackle off the board, it would not upset me at all. I, I'd be happy either way. It's just for me, it will be cross. They're both going to have long careers. They're both possible Hall of Famers just from their skill set they have now. Now let's go on to the next guy. And I'm telling you now, I, I'm garbage with names. So I'm going to give him a nickname, i.e. from North Carolina State. That's nothing against him. I just suck at names. Especially, you know, anything that's John or James, not that, I suck. I'm sorry. 6'4", another <laughs> big offensive lineman. They're, they're, they're a thing now, but also they're big and they're fast and quick. It's a difference between fast and quick. So what I like about him is in pass protection, he's a lot stronger in pass protection than he is as a run defender. He gets his hands out very, very quickly to discourage defenders from setting the tone, just like the first two. And from there, he turns on power. Now, while he's not the best at run blocking, he does have to work on that some. That's not really what was done at North Carolina State. So, again, day one starter. If you're if you're hurting, yes. If you can have him sit behind somebody and learn that next part, you're set. Another 10-year career. Now, while he isn't entirely consistent when it comes to hitting his targets in space, meaning I'm going here, somebody's supposed to be here, let me adjust. I still think that 
he can be beat to the outside if you use an inside counter. And that's going to be amplified in the NFL just because the talent level in the NFL. But if you give him a full season with a great offensive line coach, and there are some in the NFL, he'll get more consistent in his passing sets, which he's already solid, and he's going to improve his run blocking. That alone could put him in the top class as an argument of, hey, he belongs with Deal and Cross. So I kind of see him as a Taylor Moten type lineman. Not going to get a lot of recognition, but will have a healthy career. Next guy, even larger than this guy, Bernard Raymond, Central Michigan. Now, I'm going to say, when I heard about this guy, not seeing a lot of Central Michigan tape, I actually had to look for it. And I talked to one of my friends who stays in Detroit, and he started telling me about how this guy is, he's hes a serious NFL candidate. Six. Six, 300 pounds. That is, again, another large individual. I mean, I don't know what they're feeding these guys because I needed that when I was growing up. So let's, let me throw out a stat again. Something to make you go, hmm. He allowed one sack, a quarterback hit, and two quarterback hurries in the 2021 season opener against Missouri. After that, he gave up no sacks, two quarterback hits, and four quarterback hurries in 11 games. That is what you call improvement. At his best, he is very agile and strong. And he's strong enough to do it just by anything that he wants and that you require from a left tackle. He's not a right tackle at all. He is a left tackle. He does have the ability to set the edge and hit targets in space. And that's appealing to offensive line coaches. You don't, you have to teach some of these guys that, like, i.e. earlier. The only thing is, he is more of a catcher than an attacker. That means he's waiting for the defense to engage him, and he's not engaging the defense. That is a problem for an offensive lineman. He would be better if he was more aggressive. He could possibly be in the argument of top three, especially with the offset of his wingspan, which is 80 inches. That is ridiculous. Can he improve? All players can improve. Will he improve? Yeah, I'm going to say he will. He could already play at the NFL level. And even with his limited experience, I think six, seven games in, give him a couple series in, let him get his feet wet, let him see how the NFL defenses are going to work. Put him on downs that you know, hey, this is a pass it down. So he can learn the defenses and see how they are. It's not too many people that I can really compare him to just because I didn't know that much about him. So I just wish him luck in the NFL. I think he's going to get drafted more of a late fifth, sixth round guy. So let's knock out the last guy. And I know one of my cohorts is going to like this because this is his area. Abraham Lucas, Washington State. I can hear him in my ears now screaming, yeah! Go talk about him. We don't we don't talk about that here. 6'6, 315 pounds. 40-yard dash was sub five, which is which is good, but we're not using him for speed. Hey, stack to make you go, hmm. In 2021, he lined up for 749 pass blocking snaps, allowed no sacks, 
two quarterback hits and 17 quarterback hurries. That is impressive. I don't care who you are. I don't care where you play. You're still playing against high caliber teams, even though it might be, you know, might not be the SEC because, you know, that's the NFL for college. But again, Washington State, they still play against some good teams. So for him to put up that kind of stats, I, I can't do nothing but applaud him. Now, the thing about him, what I really like is his nasty streak. And I said this before. I like my offensive linemen to be mean. I need them to be the bullies. That's what I want my offensive line. We had some like that back in the 90s, but we just sucked. He he has that, but his nasty streak shows up when he's in open space. He's that kind of hound dog, just like, I need something to hit. Where is the next person I need to hit? Which can lead to some troubles because he does tend to get a little downfield before he needs to. But I love his aggressive nature. Um, he his strength alone is helps him float through the play. So he doesn't really have to worry about his skills a lot because he can just overpower people. But that also makes me wonder about him at the next level. If he meets that guy that he cannot push around, is his skill set going to then kick in and be like, okay, I need to start doing this? Or is he going to keep trying to be the bully? Because you can't be the bully all the time. Sometimes it's a bigger bully and you got to finesse that bully. So his first year, I think it's going to depend on what kind of offense you're running. If you're worried about the headbanging and running plays, this is not your guy. If you're more in the RPOs and pass catching, you know, things like that, you want to hit that deep route, this is the guy you want. I'm not saying that he cannot develop the run part of his skill set, but right now it's not on the level of anybody else I discussed. So if you put it, but if you put him in a pass happy offense, you don't have nothing to worry about, Kansas City. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. I'm just putting it out there. He's going to protect your quarterback's blind side. You won't have to worry about him. Two sacks a year, I'm thinking, once he gets his feet wet. But that pretty much is going to cover my five offensive linemen. I still need you to hit that like and subscribe button so you can come back get into this because we got a lot more to deal with and with that i bid you adieu hello